Hey, it's Leslie with Soul Sisters Podcast. In this episode, we discuss sensitive Christmas information that may not be friendly for little ears. Hey, it's Leslie. And Rena. And, and this, this is, is Soul Sisters Podcast. Hey, happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend and your Monday wasn't as manic as the song. (laughs) Um, We're super excited that you guys decided to tune in again this week. Uh, We are actually recording on the road. We're recording on Sunday afternoon. We're headed to get uh, Rena's daughter. uh, Uh, See, here we come. (laughs) And so our best conversations happen in the car and we know the audio might be a little sketchy but we're gonna do our best and we hope that you still listen in next week too gonna be too rough for you just focus on the sound of my voice that's right and Rena's car doesn't sound nearly half as bad as mine does <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are in the clear my car would be like clank 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 <laughs> Charlie is <sighs> she's a trooper she's a trooper she's a good spirit she's been through a lot um, she's like that loud aunt you know she means well she gets she she's good <laughs> really is. We um, love Charlie. My car's name is Charlie for all of you that don't know. So we had a pretty good weekend. We went to look at houses today because Robert and I are house hunting uh, and that went really well. We found a great house and we had lunch at Top of the River in Gadsden, which I've never been and I tried cash but a ca- cash catch fish. I tried catfish for the first time today <laughs> and it was actually really good. I'm not a fish person. Anyone that knows me uh, knows this, but yeah, I'm just not a fish person, but the catfish was actually really good. It didn't have that fishy taste. It was actually really good. I agree. I've said that a million times <laughs> because I'm just blown away that I didn't get nauseated. <laughs> um, and if you're not a big fish person, like you understand the emphasis on the fact that it was so good. <laughs> exactly. Go to Top of the River. Top O River. Top O River. In Gadsden. Beautiful views as well. Um, a big thing happened today. Um, I'm really excited about it. We went to church this morning and at church there were these beautiful trees when you first walked in. Okay. And this is huge. Anyone that knows my husband or knows me, I tell everyone that Robert is nearly always right. And if he's not right, he'll admit he's wrong, but most of the time he's never wrong. (laughs) So it's real unfortunate. (laughs) He's like so intelligent and you just hate that he's always right but you know you know it's coming <laughs> so today we walk in church and i'm like looking at these trees and i'm like babe these are gorgeous i want a real tree next year and him and rena both look at me like i'm dumb they're like girl them are fake trees and i said no those are real trees he said no they're not i said there are pine needles on the ground there is literally the tree trunk right there Robert and Rena both are smelling these trees to make Not, sure okay. that we, they <laughs> we have our noses buried in these trees in like these branches. Them. <laughs> we are feeling all the branches. We are really just inspecting them. Robert because... gets Robert gets down on his knees <laughs> to check and see what kind of stand the tree is in, okay? He is like so determined to prove me wrong. <laughs> In the nicest way. In the nicest way. He means so well, you guys. <laughs> and so, 
come to find out I was right those trees were real and they were shook because they were just so beautiful um, but yeah we had we had a really good day today I, I would say and church was super convicting I'm not gonna lie it was great it was all about leaving your legacy and I just think it's really important to think about things like that because at the end of the day it's not about you it's what you leave behind and what people remember what you did because people are going to remember who you were sure but I mean what you leave behind is super important yeah I don't like <sighs> pastor Chris was kind of covering this whenever I die I don't want people standing around at my funeral like just talking about me and like who I was and like blah 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 but I want people to be like oh like look at all these great things that she did with her life like all the people she helped and influenced that kind of thing yeah and that's a big thing for me too like I want I have such a servant heart I want to help people so badly and I just hope that that's something that people remember about me and that I hope that they remember Jesus when they remember me is ultimately like what I truly want and so church was super great this morning um and so speaking of Christmas trees Christmas trees and church um, today we're really going to talk about the pressure to provide gifts for your kids. You guys. Not right. just your kids, but like your whole family. Like anyone that you buy for, for Christmas, the insane pressure some people feel this time of year to like go above and beyond and just give everyone in your life the best. And sometimes here's my thing okay so sometimes it's really not about what you give as much as the thought behind it because I mean everybody's different there so there are different love languages so if gift receiving is your love language I get that you want to give that person the very best because they're going to be like oh my goodness they really care about me they really love me but I'm here to tell you my love language one of them is gift receiving and so I'm not really, I'm not a big materialistic person. So for me, like a gift, like receiving gifts for me is like my husband writes me a note and tells me, you know, hey, I love you. I was thinking about you. I took the time to write this note out for you. And even though somebody may not think of that as being a gift, I mean, that is a huge gift for me. Can I intervene here? Go ahead. Okay, so gift giving as like as you were saying it doesn't have to be that you're giving something extravagant it's like you gotta dig way deeper it's the fact that you are giving your time or giving like here these are things that I think of you know when I think of you when he like writes you a note like you're giving your time you're giving your thoughts you know it can be simple things like that that really mean a lot to someone that does enjoy receiving gifts like it doesn't always have to be materialistic over the top stuff right exactly I think we do this all the time it not it doesn't just apply to Christmas but you compare yourself to other parents but like probably eight or nine times out of ten your kid is not comparing you to anyone else exactly exactly they God, think that's... you hang the stars and the moon right and you know especially when they're younger they're yeah. not going to like daycare or first second grade like oh this is what I got and rubbing it in someone's face I mean when they're older I'm sure they'll start comparing like oh well my friend got this and 
they went here why can't I go there and that's starting to happen with me and Olivia as she's getting older Um, but when they're young some of it is like their age groups that's just the phases they go through some of it is like your parenting style you know it there's a lot of factors right as to how they react to Christmas and their gifts and how grateful or ungrateful they are that kind of thing but you know, we just have to speak from our experiences and our kids and what we know. Yeah, what we know as having been parents for, I guess, six years or so. Yeah. I guess technically, I can see I was a parent for almost nine years in April because I, mean, I did, did have parent. I did help parent Aiden, and he. I mean, everyone asks me, and it's so hard to answer this question. They're like, "How many kids do you have?" And I want to be like, "I have a million. <laughs> Because I feel that way, and I never want to exclude him, even though his dad and I aren't together. Um, so sometimes that's it's hard. Still, you know, you still have a real good, really, like probably even better these days than before. Which I don't know. I might be like speaking totally out of context, but you have a real good relationship with Aiden's mom. Yeah, Brie, I love her, She's and <laughs> she is. I've met Bree, and she is real great. And like, shout out to Bree. <laughs> Um, and we're not saying that just because we know you're listening. <laughs> you might have totally tuned out by now. Um, <laughs> but Aiden, like, you, you guys still go to his games and stuff. Like, you take Olivia. I think sometimes, like, you guys go when you don't even have Olivia. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I love to be So, it's still involved. a thing. Like, you know, Aiden is still around. Right. And, um that's really important to stay around. I don't know why, how we got on this. I'm sorry. We totally went on a all like off track completely. Um, that's what happens when you talk about life. Exactly. But getting back to Christmas. So, and the pressures, uh, what you said was super great about the whole thing. Like your kids are not comparing you to other people because they're really not. It's you that's comparing yourself. It's you that's like, you feel like you're not enough for your kid. And I feel like all parents, even the bad ones, some part of them want to do better for their kids than what they had. Yeah. Because I think that's just a natural thing. I think that's like, I'm pretty sure that's proven. Yeah. I mean, you know, it goes back to what I said in the first podcast, you know, you do what you know. Yeah. And until you learn otherwise. Yeah. If you grew up having like extravagant holidays and things then that's what you're going to want to do and you know some people they grow up that way and then you know when they're an adult and they become a parent like they have the means to continue those traditions and so they do some people have the means but they just they develop different habits so they change their traditions you know it just it just depends yeah but I am going to say Um, I was separated Olivia's second Christmas and my mom was fabulous, like phenomenal. She did, she worked so hard to help me give Olivia an amazing Christmas. And I say amazing Christmas, like by my standards, because at that time in my life, I thought because her and my dad, me and her dad were separated. I felt like she needed to have this huge big Christmas morning like come downstairs and see everything and I wanted her to feel like I just felt like I had to give that to her but that that goes back to saying you know that we as parents put so much pressure on ourselves when our kids are not holding us to that same standard that we are right 
exactly but I mean my mom did the best job ever she we spent tons of money on Christmas that year I mean it was unreal I had a two-bedroom townhouse my sister was home from Hawaii she had moved back home and her and her husband and my nephew were all living in my two-bedroom uh, townhouse so Christmas was just lit okay <laughs> and there was no room anywhere and at the end of that day, I'm not going to say that it. I didn't enjoy that Christmas. I didn't enjoy Olivia opening those gifts and whatnot. But I am going to say that when the day was over, I didn't feel any worse, but I didn't feel any better. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is great. Look how excited she is. Also, she was two. So, like, let that sink in what an idiot I am for, for spending all this money for a two-year-old she don't even remember anything she ever got <laughs> and another thing is like okay so even at the age they're at now you can buy you could buy your kid everything on their wish list and come the next week they're gonna be bored they're gonna say I don't have anything to play with like I've already played with all that stuff from Christmas like not to say they're going to get necessarily ungrateful about what they have. They're going to want more. <laughs> that's just how kids are. And, like, I remember kind of being this way as a kid. Like, you get bored. Uh -huh. Like, you just, you know, they're constantly learning. Their minds are expanding. All the things. So, whether you get them, you know, like, just a few things. Whether you get them everything on their list. Like, the end game is probably going to be the same for them. Right. And so I'm going to skip ahead to Olivia's Christmas when she was she was four. She was three or four. It was the first Christmas that I had been divorced and I had decided my mom really wanted to help. Like she really wanted to buy all the things and do the layaway and have the huge Christmas again because you know like her and her dad and I had actually gotten divorced and we weren't getting back together. And so I for also you grew up with big Christmases yes my my mom and my dad and my grandparents uh, my granddad and my grandmother always made sure we had a huge Christmas I mean god we had the biggest Christmases ever we didn't have a whole lot you know most of the year but Christmas dadgummit we had Christmas <laughs> so, so for my mom you know she's thinking you know, this is what she wants for, she wants to give that to Olivia because that's what she gave to me. And she knew that like, I couldn't do that for her because of the financial situation I was in being newly, newly single mom. Yeah. A newly yeah. single mom, newly divorced, um, had my own apartment and I was living on my own for the first time really ever. But also that year you moved because I remember helping you move. You moved, wasn't it December? I mean, it was like right at the holidays. Yeah, my day, I moved into my apartment December 17th, yeah. so, which is so funny because then I got married on December 17th. Oh, you sure did. <laughs> so, um, shout out to the husband. I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that year, I think I got Olivia a Minnie Mouse kitchen set and that was from Santa and she had three gifts wrapped under the tree and that was it and I didn't post anything on social media and that year that was all I could do for her really but I felt so good <laughs> because my house was not overrun with toys 
there wasn't crap everywhere that she was never gonna play with I mean she got that kitchen set and she played with that thing forever until I guess her birthday when she got more gifts and I mean I buy her stuff all year long you know like we go to the store she's been really good every now and then you know she'll get a toy if she's behaved or whatever I'm trying to teach the value of a doll your of a dog of a dogger dogger dollar, <laughs> whatever anyways um, I'm trying to teach her the value of a dollar and so it's been you know tight I don't really let her buy as many gifts anymore especially because I really do feel in my heart that the more things you have like it just clutters your life it does um and I think so kind of go back to what you were just saying how she had a very like minimal Christmas that year but she was so happy and so content playing with what she had you know I think we feel this pressure to give our kids everything and then probably most of us don't really go through and declutter too often right so the kids get super overwhelmed with everything that they have and then they end up like never playing with anything yeah that's kind of like I am with my clothes so like it just yeah. piles up and piles up and I'm like I have nothing to wear and Robert will be like babe go look in your freaking closet chain up two-thirds of the closet you got stuff to wear you got the biggest rack you got the biggest side and you got seven drawers you got the biggest rack. <laughs> yeah well not compared to you <laughs> <laughs> You're top heavy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hobby lobby all over. We're not gonna we're not gonna disclose that story. <laughs> Continue on. So um I remember the next Christmas she was five and the same thing um we did when I got so I was married to Robert last year and so for her Christmas last year, you know, Santa brought her this huge dollhouse and that was it. That's all Santa brought. And then she had three or four gifts under the tree and I mean that was it and I was so content with giving her that that now this year we've we've almost gotten so small I was like babe we we gotta get her something <laughs> like she's gotta have something kind of big so this year she's been talking a lot about the our generation dolls so that's what we got for her for Christmas and that's what Santa's gonna bring um which leads us to the topic of the man with the white beard Santa Claus um what is your opinion on Santa all right this gets very controversial this time of year I feel like I mean everyone's quiet all year long and then like around the time that Black Friday hits I guess people really start talking about Santa and how like some people think and feel that you should not make your big gifts from Santa um, because not everyone can afford to do that you know that kind of thing um, and a lot of people um, make the comment about kids comparing what they get from Santa to what someone else got from Santa. And I just, I don't remember doing that as a kid. All right, so are the presents that you get for Liliana are the big things from Santa? I'm not 100% sure. I know what I've gotten her so far. There's one big thing and I do plan on making that from Santa. And then most likely this year she'll have like one big thing from Santa and her stocking and the rest will be from me. Okay, so for Olivia, one big thing is from Santa and the rest is from me and Robert. And that's gonna bring us to our next point. 
and I'm gonna fair warn the parents if you have kids in the car we're about to drop some truth and I'm gonna give you a second to pause it because we know that you might not want other kids to hear this so I'm gonna take a second give you a minute hit the pause button if you're still tuning in you've been warned okay so Robert doesn't want his son to believe in Santa and this was a really big debate for me and him because I think that Santa is great like I grew up loving Santa Claus Olivia's in this stage where magic is so amazing to her like the magic of Christmas and just all the the, the wonder of a child is just so much fun to see and this is probably the second year that I've had her uh, where she's actually, you know, been excited about Santa. Because, you know, when they're little, they, they get it, but they don't understand it. They get it, um, like, obviously when they're, like, around three, mm, four. Yeah, when they're, like, one and two, you know, they don't so much get it. When they're, like, three and four, they mostly just get it, like, on that day or maybe get real close up to it. But now, like... Our daughters are six years old, so they know, like, all year round, they are like, we know who Santa is, we know what happens, we are ready. We are ready to go. So, for me, I don't want to take that joy away from his son, but, I mean, that's a decision him and his son's mom will have to come to, because I've asked him, you know, what, what the thing is now, and right now, he's two, so, I mean, it's not really a big thing. Uh, the main thing is at our house, you know, Olivia has Christmas morning with me every year and so with Robert's son he's gonna have Christmas at our house every other year so we'll have Christmas morning with Caden and Olivia next year and so we've already started the debate of like are we gonna tell Caden this is from Santa or are we gonna tell him Santa didn't come visit him and confuse my daughter <laughs> so we're working through some stuff um, next year Caden will be three uh, almost four so we have a little bit of time and Robert's really great about you know he will probably play along with the Santa card until Olivia stops believing and if Olivia is anything like me she'll start to get some doubts real soon coming up and when that happens I'm not going I don't want to take that away from her but I also don't want to I'm not going to push it but I'm not going to lie to her either because at the end of the day, I want her to know the true meaning of Christmas has nothing to do with Santa. Yeah. I So, I agree with everything you've said. Um, Christmas is like a super magical, fun time of year when you're a kid. Um, you know, just the whole, like everything about it. And the fun, like think back to when you were a kid and you know like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day knowing you were getting those presents and just like the whole fun of it I I don't want to take that away from my daughter either like I totally agree I think Santa is super fun um but again when when my daughter starts to like question it and she comes to me and she asks I'm not gonna push it um I'm not I don't want to lie to her about Santa and um, I do want her to understand like the true meaning behind it and that kind of thing. But 
you just don't want to rob them of that magic and that fun and it feels like a huge part of like being a kid yeah because you don't want there are so many things in this world that are going to strip them of their innocence i don't want to take something away from them before it's too soon yeah. um and i mean like really not knocking anyone that isn't on board with the whole Santa thing because I think that is something that's really popular is parents um I feel like especially around our age they aren't super into the Santa thing like they want the credit they don't like they don't want to lie to their kid about it like you know whatever the reason may be yeah I mean I was never devastated when I found out that Santa wasn't real it was like it it came to my realization when it was time. Like, I feel like I don't even remember how old I was when I realized Santa was not a thing. But I wasn't upset about it. I didn't feel lied to. Like, none of that. Yeah, I wasn't mad at my parents. Like, I can't believe you lied to me that some guy came down a chimney we didn't have and left me gifts. Like, you still got the gifts. <laughs> who cares who brought them? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, who cares if, you know... Santa brought him or your parents got him for you and I mean honestly you know your kids you think wow mom that was really awesome or dad that was really awesome that you gave credit to someone who didn't even deserve it and let me believe that I could hate you <laughs> I'm just kidding your kids probably more than likely do not hate you if they're young if they're teenagers if they're teenagers it's like fair game well I don't know six year olds can be pretty moody they can be pretty judgy too <laughs> oh for sure so um let's talk about what are we doing for holidays now that we're kind of i'm separated a separated and blended separated and blended let's get this <laughs> going guys okay so getting into blended family life for christmas uh, my daughter, like I said, she's always with me on Christmas morning. And, you know, her brother, Aiden, is always with her, his mom on Christmas morning. So every Christmas afternoon, you know, they'll go to they'll go to their dads at the same time. But now we have Caden. And so <laughs> I'm really not sure what we're doing, to be honest. I know that uh, my mom, we're going to have our Christmas Eve tradition um probably in two weeks so we're not going to do it on christmas eve because my sister is also divorced and she has a son from a previous marriage and they have you know weird custody stuff and so we're all going to get together when we can all get together and so that's the downside of having a blended family and all these you know mixed up homes is that you want to all get together at the same time but sometimes it's a bit difficult um, but as far as Christmas goes, I think we might do Christmas morning um, or Christmas midday with uh, Robert's son's mom and his son. But I'm really not entirely sure what's going on there. But I mean, either way, it's totally fine with me. Uh, Olivia will be with me, though, and get her Santa Claus and everything from me and Robert. And actually, I don't know if we'll have Olivia and Caden at the same time on Christmas. So, I mean, that's kind of sad. But next year, we will have them together, which will be nice. Um, but, you know, you just, you do what's best for your kids. I mean, it's all about them. And you try really hard not to make it about 
yourself and when you don't focus on what you're missing out on but you think about what your kids are getting out of whatever situation that they're in as long as it's a positive thing um you know the holidays are going to be great because like I said at the end of the day it's not about the gifts it's not about the time it's about just loving the Lord and knowing that God sent his son to be born so that we could be saved and all of the things which is really what's most important and making sure that my child grasps that concept is my ultimate goal right now (laughs) but um you're gonna be separate you're separated now and so what is Christmas gonna look like for you this year what do you think so this year she went to her dad for her birthday which is right before Thanksgiving I got her for Thanksgiving and then I'm gonna have her for Christmas but as it stands right now um, the day after Christmas she will go with her dad for a week so um, luckily I don't have to stress or worry about getting her anywhere on Christmas or you know not getting to spend that time with her Um, because I do get her with me this year And then the next day, you know, we'll meet with her dad and she'll go with him and then she'll get to spend that time with him and his family. So, um, it doesn't, you know, it, it does look different for me this year, but it's not going to look different for her, which is really great. And that's, like you said, that's the most important thing. Right. That she knows that she's loved by so many people. And so I think that's probably my favorite part of having blended families I mean, that's the positive side of it because there are so many negative things, but the best part about having blended families is that you truly have so many people, usually, typically, that love your child. I mean, the thing you all have in common is that you love your kid and they love your kid and everybody really wants what's best for them. I want to do what's best for Caden because I love him and he's my son too now. Um, Olivia's brother and they're so cute I just love them to death (laughs) he like he's great especially so whenever you guys first moved in with Robert and you know we're starting to like be around Caden more he I mean really he was just getting at the age where he was learning more words and stuff but he's like Robert very intelligent yes and so (laughs) smart so that makes him very reserved but now, like, he's learning more words and he is more comfortable with you guys. So the way that he, like, will follow Olivia around and be like, oh, 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 and just gets excited to see her and stuff like that to me is so precious. If I say, hey, you ready to go get oh, oh, he's like, yeah, oh, oh, and gets super excited and wants to go into school and he wants to pick her up and he'll tell her teachers, we get oh, oh. And, you know, Robert and I, we came to the decision that we are actually not going to have any more kids. So it's just great that Olivia does have an older brother and a little brother. She's very much loved and that's what's most important. So, and I think like the hardest part is the beginning, but once you work through really the rough patches, you find blessings in the mess. If you look for them. If you look for them, exactly. It's all about perspective. Absolutely. Gosh. So we're going to post a poll because I'm interested to know how many people um, think that the big gifts should be from Santa 
or the like the smaller things should be from Santa. And I also want to know how many people celebrate Santa Claus because that's pretty interesting to me. I want to know um, if if Robert's just the outlier <laughs> because he's typically the one that's the outlier because he's just so unique and different. And I love that about him, but you know. I just want to know. Also, the results from the poll from the last podcast, if you listened, if you didn't, you need to go back. The whole phone situation and contacts, I'm just going to say I was in the majority. None of y'all clean out your contacts, and so (laughs) I felt real good about that. (laughs) Yep, you guys gave Leslie a second win for this week, the poll and the Christmas tree at church. I mean, I've been on a roll, so... (laughs) Let's keep it going with the Santa Claus poll. Exactly. Oh, that that rhymed. Oh, it sure did. Um, yeah, we really loved doing this podcast. I hope that you guys will continue to listen. I do want to let you know we are going to start releasing our episodes on Tuesday mornings at 5 a.m. That way you can listen to us on the way to work when well, you get, you get ready. ready. Exactly. Anytime that you get free time, let us hang out with you. Because we want to be your soul sisters. That's right. <laughs> All right. Y'all make sure to check out our Instagram page for the polls. That's at hey.soulsisters. And you can also go like our Facebook page. We made a Facebook page. And that's uh, Soul Sisters Podcast. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.